Welcome back to A Book Binger. My name's Shelby, and I am a girl who's binging a new book each week instead of binging Netflix. Let's get started on this week's book. Hello, fellow book lovers. Another week, another book. I hope everybody had a Merry Christmas and enjoyed relaxing, spending time with family, or whatever you guys were doing. I just hope you guys had a really great weekend. I did for sure. We went to my parents in Mississippi and a lot of my siblings came. We had a really great time. So I was really excited for this podcast because I was able to record in person with my dad. This book he chose, it's called Magic Kingdom for Sale Sold. It's by Terry Brooks. I'm going to read you guys the synopsis. Landover was a genuine magic kingdom, complete with fairy folk and wizardry, just as the advertisement had promised. But after he purchased it for a million dollars, Ben Holiday discovered that there were a few details the ad had failed to mention, such as the fact that the kingdom was falling into ruin. The barons refused to recognize Akeen, and taxes hadn't been collected for years. The dragon, Strabo, was laying waste to the countryside, while the evil witch, Nightshade, was plotting to destroy no less than everything. And if that weren't enough for a prospective king to deal with, Ben soon learned that the Iron Mark, terrible lord of the demons, challenged all pretenders to the throne of Landover to duel the death to a duel to the death, a duel no mere mortal could hope to win. But Ben Holiday had one human trait that even magic couldn't overcome. Ben Holiday was stubborn. So I had never heard about Terry Brooks, which is shocking because he has a ton of books and he's actually still writing books today, let alone I had never heard of Magic Kingdom for Sale sold. So when my dad had recommended this book, I was intrigued nonetheless, and I actually kind of prolonged this episode because I was really eager to uh, record with him in person. So I'm really excited for you guys to listen to it because I had a really great time. So here it goes. This week, I have my dad on my podcast And I'm really excited for this one because we've talked about it since I started the podcast. And he chose the book Magic Kingdom for Sale Sold by Terry Brooks. Dad, why did you pick this book? Well, I didn't start reading Terry Brooks until I joined the Navy. And I was on watch one night. And I decided before I went on watch, I'd stop by the ship's library. And I just happened just grab a book and it happened to be that book and so I went down on watch it was four hours I opened it up and I think I had the midnight to four so that's like the watch where you like fall asleep on right so um, I opened up the book and I started reading it and I got so drawn into the story that I think I finished it in two nights of four hours and um, then I went back up to the ship's library, you know, before my next watch, like a couple, three, four days later, and looked for another Terry Brooks. And I found another one, and I read that one, but it wasn't for that series. I was like, I gotta find this book, you know, because I, you know, you can look through the books and you see what he's written, I guess, in chronological order. 
So when I got back to the United States, I went to the library and I found these books and I started reading them. And that led me into more Terry Brooks and stuff. Yeah, because so, he's written a lot of books. He wrote Star Wars. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. So. Had you read Star Wars before this I book? I haven't read Star Wars at all. Oh, okay. So, but I know Interesting. that's where, he, I think that's, he's the original writer for of Star Wars. I yeah. I think that's where the Star Wars saga yeah. began was with him. Okay. So, um, but I really wasn't into Star Wars. I mean, I loved it as a kid, but the fantasy fiction of his... He's like Lord of the Rings to me, like whatever, oh. you know what I mean? Yeah. So, because I can't get into Lord of the Rings. I mean, I watch yeah. the movies, but the books I just can't get into. Yeah. So, um, he's been my go-to guy for that genre. Yeah. You know, the others I really can't get into. Yeah, the others have a lot of really intricate details, and they don't explain it really in simple terms. That's for me too. It's really hard for me to get into fantasy. And so with this book in particular, that's what I noticed. It was pretty easy. And I liked how it starts off with the main character, Ben, in the U.S., in New York. He's... He's in Chicago. Is he in Chicago? Uh -huh. He's in Chicago. He is in Chicago. Chicago. See, he I He goes pictured, to New York. Yeah, because he goes to New York for the ad. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it, it takes place in a, in a world you know, in situations you know. Yeah. And then it takes you into the fantasy land where it's super easy to know and understand. And right. I also liked how it had a map because then I was able to go back to the map and kind yes. of look at things. I appreciated that a lot. Yeah, kind of see where these lands are kind of physically located in the story. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and I think what drew me, I like the magic part of it, mm -hmm. you know, uh, but the storyline... Uh, to me was that could be me yeah you know uh, you know not that i'm a millionaire i wish i was <laughs> a multi-millionaire yeah. and that's where i could be like million bucks i'm gonna buy this yeah. even if it's not real i know so, that was and, crazy and, and growing up as a kid i used to watch fantasy island right? i don't know what that is oh you'll have to watch it okay okay but um you know it was kind of like that. Is it real? You know, you're going to this island, but it wasn't really a, a fantasy song. It was about uh, like love stories, yeah, pretty much. But um, at least what I remember as a kid. But that's what I kind of think of when I'm going to go to a fantasy island. I'm going to go and live out my my dreams. You know what yeah. I want to do, yeah. right? And when um, you know, we get into the character. You know, I never really got into the character portion until the last time I just read it. Mm -hmm. You know, I guess because I, I was telling mom, I was like, you know, when I was in high school, I I hated my English teacher. I think it was British literature. I don't know. He wasn't. He was. I didn't. I didn't hate him. It was just he made the class so difficult mm -hmm. for me. Mm -hmm. You know, because he wanted just to dive into this book and find the hidden secret messages and this, right. this and that. Yeah. And there was this. They had a book. And I can't. It was like some like boarding school or something. And we had to watch the movie, and then we had to write about it. And I just was not into the movie or, or the book, right? Mm -hmm. And then they would talk about these hidden messages, and I'm just like, I read the book. Where the you know, where did you see these messages? Where do you get this? So, yeah. I told Mama, I said, I'm going to try and see if there's any hidden messages, or just get to know the character, yeah, the main character, right? Yeah. 
And so, um, as I started reading it, you know, then I thought, man, I feel sorry for this guy. He lost his wife. You know, he was so in love with her, you know, and now he can't, it's like he's stuck. He can't go on with his life. He's like stuck in this rut. Yeah. And he's looking for, and then he's like, I need to get out of it. He realizes he needs to get out of it. Mm-hmm. He's trying to find a way. And, he's like, man, I'm drinking too much. All yeah. I do is stay home. And yep. I was actually really surprised at that, too. I wasn't expecting um, any kind of that, like, twist. I was yeah. expecting kind of some sort of love story because there's always a love story. But I was not expecting that right off the bat. He's like, oh, yeah, I am I lost my wife. I, yeah. I'm kind of, you know, and he's not even, he's not even 40 yet. Right. And right. so he's like. And they had a bit, she was pregnant. I know. So, and that was. So sad. And he's yeah. just like, my life sucks. But see, when I first read it, I just was like, whatever, I don't care. You know, I'm going to, I want to get into the, you know, into the fantasy part of it. Yeah. And so as I was reading it, you know, and I thought about, okay, um, I guess, you know, what was the name of that company? That was selling it. The the, the magazine started with an R. Ro, ro, rosins or no, rosins? Yeah, rosins. rosins. Rosins, and then it's like L and L or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, that's what I thought of. You know, like Macy's. Yep. You know, like the Macy's go, catalog. Right. Yeah. You know, when I was a kid, it was Sears catalog, and you know. Yeah. And and, and then like when I was in the Navy, we had what they call an AFI's catalog, Armed Forces something or another, right? Where you could look in its catalog and. You buy stuff. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You, you're out at sea. You can, you know, like, okay, when I get back, I'm going to order this and order that. Mm-hmm. So uh, I was like, okay. So he sees this in this catalog and it describes the land. Yeah. You know, and you don't ever see the twist. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. So he goes to New York and goes to this place and they kind of like do a background check on him. Like, you know, is he pretty worried? intensive one? Yeah. And, you know, I thought, okay, they're looking for the right guy with the right qualities, this and that. And then when you get in the story and you know, that twist, mm-hmm. cause I don't want to spoil it for everybody. But, yeah. Yeah. I didn't know. see that either. Right. But it kind of makes sense then when you, when you read in more about it and right. what that twist is, you're like, okay, that makes way more sense. Yeah. Yeah. So when he drives to Virginia, and gets on this trail, and all of a sudden he goes through this magic portal. Right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, just a lot of childhood memories, like magic portal. I thought of Land of the Lost, where they go over the, the you know, it's a magic portal. And, you know, all these things. That's why I think I was really into this book, because I was like, okay, this is, you know. I mean, yeah. I was like 18 years old when I read this book the first time, and I'm almost 50 now. Yeah. So, and I'm sure that book had been out for a while before yeah. I read it. But, um, you know, it's like... You get into this land, and then they describe this land, right? And you're just like, oh, okay. If you've seen Lord of the Rings, or even Aragon. Yeah. Right? Um, which I love. Mm-hmm. I love the Aragon books. Um, but that was what I was picturing. My mind is they're going, and he sees this land, and it's all tarnished. And yeah. It's not, you know, some of it's pretty, and, and it's still got its... Mm-hmm. But it... But all the magic is dying because they don't have a king, this, this, and that, you know. And he meets this, I want to say idiot, but this (laughs) wizard that has no business being a wizard, right? Yeah. (laughs) Because he, like, doesn't even know his own spells, and he's, like... Mm -hmm. He's, like, half a wizard. He knows very little magic, and he can't do it very well. Right. But kind of becomes his his advisor, you know. 
but then they get to the castle and then he meets like the staff and it's just like like two creatures i can't, i don't even know how to describe them other than like i they said they were like kind of like monkeys but they weren't like monkeys right cuz and that's what i also liked about the book because he did come from our world he was trying to describe it in ways right. that we would understand which I appreciated, but yeah, yeah he called it, they're kobolds col- or kobolds or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And I was thinking, you know, I was thinking about how they smile and stuff, and I thought a Cheshire cat, yeah, but with teeth, like sharp teeth. Yeah, you know? like bangs, yeah. but all of them. Yeah, and then, um, and then the other advisor, the historian, the historian, mm-hmm. was a dog. Yeah, and he is so mad that he's a dog <laughs> because that stupid wizard turned him into a dog. <laughs> yeah. You know, and he still can't reverse it, you know, and, and, and so, um, you know, so there's just these things, you know, like, you know, they become his like best friends, Yeah. you know, pretty much. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, yeah, they work for the king, you know, this and that, and they're really trying to, to, uh, help him. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and so when, uh, you know, but you know, I guess there's been lots of Kings before him that just kind of go and then like, nope, you're not doing it. Mm Mm-hmm. And he's so determined to be successful mm-hmm. that um, he continues on, mm-hmm. you know, regardless. Because he's like, what do I got to lose? Yeah, exactly. You know? And I know, I know yeah. he, he goes through it and I was like, oh, I don't know if I want to do this. But then he decides to do it. And there comes a point in time in the book where he's like debating mm-hmm. if he's going to just go home. Yeah, he's or, like, I could go home right now. Yeah. But, he, you know, ultimately decides to stay. And they go... Um, I think I would have quit after the demon came and visited, you know, from the underworld. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, dude, I'm out. I'm, you know. Yeah. But he stays. But nobody wants to, um, you know. Uh, Help him be on his side. Right, be on his side. They don't want to, uh, we'll be loyal to the king, you know, or, you mm-hmm. know. They call him the plague king. Yeah, exactly, the plague king. Yeah. And so he's like, okay, I'm going to I'm gonna get their loyalty. I'm going to get them to, um, what do they call it? Um, yeah, their loyalty. Yeah, loyalty. But like, what was he? What was he trying to do? Get their. Uh, uh, well, it was their loyalty, but the, there was a different word for it. I, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm it starts with an S. They swear to the throne. Something yeah, like that, something you know? like that. Yeah. And uh, so you know, he goes visit all these other little, mm-hmm. little uh, kingdoms or villages, mm-hmm. trying to get their um, swear their oath, oath yeah. to the king, right? Mm-hmm. And and they're like, no, you got to do this, this, and this, mm-hmm. you know, before we solve my impossible problems, right? And so he he's bound to do it, and so um, he goes to uh, that evil witch who's like got the m- most powerful magic, yeah. And um, that was really clever too. I wasn't sure that that was going to play out the way it did. Yeah. So you know, you're not supposed to go to the fairy mist, right? Mm-hmm. You get lost forever, in especially the fairy mist. humans, right? Mm-hmm. And so. Um, she says to him, you know, if you can bring back this... Uh, powerful magic. Yeah, this powerful magic. And it was like in these little pods, mm-hmm. right? Um, I will help you. I think he was trying to capture the dragon or something. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And um, so he goes in this fairy mist. And it's almost like how he thinks people see him. Like, it's like it projects something to him. Like, what he thought was reality, I guess. Mm-hmm. You know? And then mm-hmm. he... He's in the, I don't know how long he's in this, the mists for, but it's a while. It's, it's like a day. Yeah, a day or two, I think, right? 
But he goes through and you're like he's in Chicago and, and, and his partner's yelling at him and he's an idiot, blah 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 for doing this and this mm-hmm. and that. And then, you know, his wife, you know, mm-hmm. comes to him and it's just all these like demons in his closet, mm-hmm. right? Or the things that were troubling him before he even came into this world mm-hmm. or into that new world, right? Yeah. And so then he figures out, well, hey, it's just my mind playing tricks on me. The the fairies are, you know, and he realizes it. And he, that's where he realizes, um, I guess, how he is going to be able. To, everything's gonna be okay. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. He, he realizes, okay, this is just mind tricks. Mm-hmm. Got to move on. Well, and he says too, like, if I can survive the fairy mist, then I belong in this world because right. lots of people can't and. Even this powerful witch, she can't survive it. Right. She'll get destroyed if she goes in the fairy and, mist. And if he gets these pods and he gets, he can use, if he uses the magic on them, like he tricks them into whatever. Yeah, it's like a spell. If they're bound to him. To him. Everything right. he says, they they, they have, have to, to do, do it. it right. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, oh yeah, we forgot about the willow. His willow. I know. That part was a little weird. It was. I was like. So what? we're kind of skipping ahead the, the, the story, but you know, he needs. This, he goes to get his oath, you know, for the... Uh, the river people. The river people. Mm-hmm. And um, before he gets there, he's take, he's butt naked in this lake that's got warm water. It's not even like a lake, though. It's a... Kind of like a pond. I yeah, think. but they call it... Um, they call it something else. I can't remember the name of it. There's so many... Uh, you know, yeah, but, it, but it's part of the the lake, the river people. Yeah, right. Yeah, and he's like, and then he comes on to this beautiful girl mm-hmm. who's also naked, but she's also not a girl in right. this form because she's got. I pictured it like horse hair, you know, because it says like she's got really long hair, and right. then it comes off her back and off her arms and off her legs. Right, and it's just like flowy. So I pictured like horse's mane. Right. Coming off. But the way that he describes her, she's just the most beautiful thing he's ever mm-hmm. seen. She's just drop dead gorgeous. Yeah. And then she's like, I belong to you. Because I, you saw me. Yeah, you, you caught saw me. me. Yeah, mm-hmm. you saw me, right? And I don't know if it's because she was naked too. I think it was because it, well, and it was, she was like in a cave part or like a, out, a, a cove right. of this thing. And she goes there. So like twice a year or something. Yeah, and then but but and if somebody catches her there, she's in her most vulnerable state. Then she belongs to that person, and right. no one has ever caught her there. Right, and so that was she's now telling this the character Ben, you know, I'm yours. You know, mm-hmm. we, you belong to me. I belong to you. You know, mm-hmm. and he's like, I love my wife. Mm-hmm. You know, what do you mean I belong to you? There's no way. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's kind of the where the love story kind of starts to mm-hmm. to come alive, and then. Something happens. She takes off. Well, yeah, because Abernathy, the historian, yeah, yeah, he's like, dude, where'd you go? (laughs) Yeah, you can't be out here by yourself because you're going to get killed and this, this, and that. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so then then that's where the willow comes in. So now they go, you know, they do their little swearing of their loyalty oath or they're trying to get everyone to do it, right? Yeah. So they go to the the witch. I can't remember her name, uh, what they call her, the... The night... The night witch, nightshade, nightshade, nightshade. Yeah. And so, uh, they 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 go as a group. You know, Willow, the mm-hmm. beautiful girl that's all in love with Ben, but he's not really sure. Mm-hmm. And you got the wizard and the dog and the two kobolds. Oh, and we forgot about those little uh, 
the the go home go home gnomes. gnomes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they dig underneath. They're all with them, right? Yeah. And yeah, I picture those as dirty, smelly little like moles. Yeah, that's exactly how I pictured those moles because they also describe them. They're entirely hairy, their whole body. Yeah. And they hardly have any clothes, and but they can't they're so dirty. Yeah, they're like blind. blind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and so everyone hates them. So they go to this, this, the, the nightshade or the witch, and you know he goes in the mist and he gets so he actually after he goes through this whole thing, and he realizes you know, uh, you know he belongs there. Mm-hmm. The, the fairy people actually show him where the the pods are. Yeah, they're like, yeah. oh, you you are the king. You are the rightful king here yeah. because. You have overcome the hardest thing in this world. Right. His hardships, right? Mm-hmm. And so he gets these pods and he actually tricks Nightshade. Mm-hmm. Which was perfect. I was hoping he was going to do it yeah. because obviously you knew that if Nightshade wanted him to go in and if he came out, she was going to use the potty she was asking right. for Right. He realized against that. Him. Yeah. And he thought, what happened to his, 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 fa- his friends, right? Yeah. She... Uh, sent them to the underworld mm-hmm. and how else was he going to get in the underworld right mm-hmm. so he tricks her into getting the inhaling the dust i mm-hmm. think is what it was to rid her to rid that world of her right so he sent her to the fairy world because mm-hmm. he was so mad and i like how he thinks about it because why did i do that i was such an idiot i could have yeah. used her you know blah 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 you know yeah but so then he's like well how am i going to get into the underworld to save my friends mm-hmm. And so the only way, the only creature in all the land was that Strabo dragon. Mm-hmm. And so he goes and tricks him into getting some of that dust. Mm-hmm. And then they go and they save his friends. And he comes back. And then he gets Strabo to not do whatever it was that the uh, the uh, first people. He was, yeah, he, was he. Killing their livestock. And yeah. So he starts getting all these people together to come together. Mm-hmm. And then, um, oh yeah. Because he has to fight the demon, demons, the underworld demon. Right, but he needs the paladin. And the paladin yeah. only is coming and going, right? Because mm-hmm. they think he's a ghost. Mm-hmm. This, this, and that. And finally, he ch- goes ahead and he gets, challenges the demon. Or the demon challenges him because he comes mm-hmm. back and challenges him. Mm-hmm. And the paladin shows up. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like the paladin's getting his butt kicked. At there, first, yeah. First, yeah. Right? You know, and so... Um, he overcomes it. He beats that the demon, and then he gets mm-hmm. everyone to they swear an oath to the king, and, mm-hmm. you know. And, and it doesn't doesn't describe how the if the land's coming back to life yet or not. I'm sure it does. Well, yeah, think. because I mean, it's just well, actually, it does because when they go back to the castle, oh, that's right, the castle it's full, full of food, food, yeah, and it's full of warmth, and right. they're able to stay in those rooms now because it's full of right. warmth. Right, and the, you yeah, know, that's right. Because he's like, I'm going to feed these people, you know. This. Yeah, he's like, uh, I guess I should probably make sure that there was food there. Right. So, <laughs> but I think that the the you know, the plot was, to me, it was, you know, we forgot about the twist, you know, where the guy that he goes to visit that sold him the land mm-hmm. was really trying to get him to fail. Mm-hmm. It was like this whole scam kind of thing. Yeah. Well, because he was also looking for money. Right. Yeah. The yeah. guy at Ro- Rosin's. Yeah. Meeks. He, yeah. Mr. Meeks. He was, he's Quester's brother, the yep. wizard's brother. Yep. And he wanted money he wanted all of this money and so he went to america and he was trying to sell it but he was a con artist 
through and through. Right. For well, sure. he was a wizard in that land. Yeah. You know, that's how they were trying to keep their fortunes going. Yeah, going. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. But I really like the fact, I don't know what the second, I haven't, I read the second book, but I haven't recently, but, you know, there's a third book to mm-hmm. it. So, I'm going to have to continue on reading it. But, yeah. But, I, I was looking at Ben as the character, mm-hmm. right? Typical human being. You know, lost his wife, lost, you know, and I think about, you know, uh, like I have a friend whose uh, son just recently died of leukemia, but they didn't know he had leukemia. Mm. Two weeks after oh. the diagnosis, he passed away. Dang it. Yeah. And so now that person, I wouldn't say they're lost, but they're kind of like, you know, I don't know what to do now that my, you know, my son, he's 21 years old. Yeah. You know, in you know, it's her only, well, her only son, but, you know, baby. You know, it's like mm-hmm. losing Eliza, I guess, you know, the, the littlest one. Yeah. But I asked mom, I was like, how do, you, how do you say you're sorry? How do you give these people encouragement? Yeah. Like, they text me Merry Christmas. I didn't even text Merry Christmas back because I didn't know if that was appropriate or not, you know? I was like, <laughs> yeah. do, you, do you send Merry Christmas? Someone's like, so sad, you know, mm-hmm. so. Grieving so much. Yeah, so, and that's what he was doing. Yeah. That was his grieving process, you know. And, mm-hmm. and when he met this Willow, and then finally he realizes, yeah, okay. They mm-hmm. actually, he actually falls in love with Willow, mm-hmm. you know. Because he realizes, too, that it's not him forgetting his wife. Right. And it's not him forgetting what they had, but it's just him continuing on with his life. Right. And keeping their memory alive. Yeah, exactly. Know? And I think that Willow respected that. You know, it was like okay we're okay. she was okay with that well and she understood that he doesn't understand that world yet either right like she he because he kept saying you can't belong to me that's not people don't belong to people yeah. she's like well you also aren't from this world you don't understand these rules yeah. and logics yeah and she had her own yeah. little magic so it was kind of cool yeah 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 so. and i like i mentioned before i liked so much that ben came from our world because then it brought in his insights and his understandings of what this world is to right. help me better understand what it was. Right. Because I think it would have been way more complicated if it was like Lord of the Rings yeah. or just these other lores that are really right. deep in themselves. Yeah. And, and, and you know, in fact, I think the second book, he actually takes Willow into our world. Into Oh, really? Yeah, if I remember right, they come, they go and they visit Chicago. Oh, okay. I think. I'm not 100% sure, but yeah. I, I remember a portion of the book, I think, where they went, both of them. Yeah. So she could see what his world was like. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah, I'll have to. But, well, yeah. and actually, Josh's best friend, he read this book, and when you sent it to me that first day and I was trying to figure it out, yeah. um, they were playing a game and I was... I was trying to get this book up, and he was like, oh, what book are you reading now? And I said, I don't know, Magic Kingdom for sale? And he was like, yeah, sold! And I was like, yeah! Yeah. And Josh looks at us, he's like, what? And his friend was like, I've read that book, I love that book. Yeah, yeah. Because he also, I think, has read most of the Terry Brooks books, too. Right, and there's so many of them. Yeah. And then, like, I told Mom, I said, like, I would like to have all of the books, because you get into the Sword of Shannara and all this, and it's just, I mean, it's, uh, it's this huge, long storyline. Yeah. You know? And, yeah. And it's, I think it's a better story than Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. You know, because, I mean, it, it it's, you know, you're looking for one ring, and yeah, you're trying to save the world, but they're actually constantly in a battle. Mm-hmm. 
against other little, you know, other factions or demons or whatever you want to call it, evil people. Yeah. Trying to either take over the world or ruin it, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and um, I remember there was one. There was a. It was a druid. Was the magic guy? I can't remember his name, but I remember that the druid of Shinar. Some can't. I think the book, but that first book that I read got me into Terry Brooks. Yeah. And I just started reading all of his books. Mm-hmm. You know, any any time I saw Terry Brooks, I got it. Mm-hmm. You know, if I was going out to see, well, this is back in the day before we had uh, the nooks and all that stuff. Yeah. I'd go buy the books. Yeah. And I'd take them with me. Mm-hmm. You know, and so now when I was shipping. Mom and I would go to, uh, we went to Barnes and Noble and I got a nook. Mm-hmm. And I put all my the books that I was going to read in my nook. Mm-hmm. You know, and then I got on the ship and there's a guy that downloaded like 70,000 books on our <laughs> ship's library and I downloaded all the books. Nice. I don't even, I have, I don't, I haven't even like touched 1% of the books. Yeah. But there's all my favorite authors in there. Yeah. You know, like Clive Kessler, you know, uh, but then mom started recommending some books because I like I like the figure the nonfiction too like the true yeah. stories and stuff yeah and so I started reading these so I got some other books that yeah I can read yeah you know. yeah and that's um that's something that I've noticed too once I've started like reading recommendations from people is that I've been following authors more so yeah. than I ever have because I was always looking for just like a good story I would read the synopsis and if it was intriguing I'd read it I would right. I didn't ever look at who the author was. I didn't ever look at if it was a series. But now that I've started doing that and I've gotten recommendations from people, I've been following authors. Right. And I I don't know why it just occurred to me to do that, but it's Well, you know, what's funny, though, is is with Terry Brooks, he's not like all the other authors. Like, for example, Clive Cussler, right? He writes these action fiction books, right? Kind of reminds me of, you know, my Navy days and stuff, but... Because all maritime stuff, but it's always, you know, I rescue the pretty girl, I sleep with the pretty girl, this and that, right? And it's like it gets it gets boring. Yeah, it's almost <laughs> repetitive. It, it, yeah, it's like the same James Bond movie over and over again, you know, or, or yeah. whatever. You know what's gonna happen? Yeah. And so then I started reading Lee Child mm-hmm. uh, because I bought Dylan a Lee Child book, Jack Reacher. Yeah. For Christmas. Yeah. But he wouldn't read it. Oh. So I took it to the jail with me when I was working at the jail. Uh-huh. And I, I read it. Yeah. You know, and then I started putting it on my nook. And then I thought, I realized it's the same storyline. It's just a different setting. Yeah. And so I was like, Terry Brooks is not like that. No. It's, it's completely uh, the, you know, same storyline kind of, but different setting. But the story's changing and evolving and, mm-hmm. you know, with the, with, with the times and it's mm-hmm. it's... Well, and that's you know, why he has so many books. Right. Because not only does it capture the attention of the reader, but it progresses, it grows. Right. And, and that's the sign of a good author. Right. And that's the same with the Magic Kingdom books. I think he only made three. Maybe not. I don't know. But if it just, that whole series just progresses. Mm-hmm. You know, and the characters mature and they, you know, and. and mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Their faults, they, they work on their fault. You know, it's just like they're work, they're, they're working like to, to become perfect, but not really. You know, they're trying yeah. to to figure out how to progress, how to develop, you know. And you watch these characters start developing, you know. And you watch the relationships develop. And, and it's just, that's why I like Terry Brooks. Yeah. You know, and that's why I'm so disappointed when I go to Barnes & Noble 
they've got like three or four books of his. Yeah. And I'm like, really? Come well, on, you should have like a whole section dedicated to him so I can get every book that I want. Yeah. He is you know? now more though an older author. He, you know, right. his books were published. But he's still writing books. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So, but, yeah. you know, but that's, that's the guy, that's the go-to guy for me. You know, if you want to read a good book. It, it's it's Terry Brooks. It's not that J.R. Tolkien, you know. Although I'm a little disappointed that Christopher P- Paolini did not continue on the Aragon uh, saga mm-hmm. because it was such a good storyline and it was really he's very descriptive of the lands. You know, you, you know when I get lost in a book, I'm in my own world. I'm in that world. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and I think that's why I liked reading so much of the kid because you leave all the outside stuff out there, and I would just like. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, push you into a whole new thing. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, yeah. there we go. Terry Brooks, Magic Kingdom for Sale, sold. Definitely recommended. And like I said, I'm not really into fantasy, but this is super easy to understand. It's a great story, and we recommend you going to get it and reading it. And if you do... Go ahead and message us. Send me a voice message because we'd love to hear those and uh, hear if you also think it's as good as we say it is. Yep. Well, thanks, Dad, for You're doing welcome. this with me. It was, it was fun. fun. Yeah. <laughs> Jinx. Jinx, you'll be so. What you do six one eight ten? So there you have it. My dad and I's review of Magic Kingdom for Sale, sold by Terry Brooks. I definitely recommend those who can't really get into fantasy to read this one. It's super easy, like I mentioned before, as well as my dad has mentioned. If you have a hard time just understanding these different concepts of different worlds, this one was very easy to understand, and it was just an easy read in general. I enjoyed it. It was great to get into. It's easy to escape into, as my dad had mentioned as well. Please go ahead and visit the website, abookbinger.wordpress.org, and to visit the social media accounts where I post all the books that I'm going to be reading for the upcoming weeks, as well as my reviews on other books that don't make it onto the podcast. And if you would like to be on the podcast as well and have recommendations, please go ahead, send me a message on either my social media accounts or send me a voice message on this platform, as well as you can listen to the podcast on Spotify, Apple Music, Google Podcasts, or wherever you're listening to. Please don't forget to subscribe so that you won't miss out on next week's book. I love you guys so much. I'm so thankful that you are listening. It's so fun for me to do, and I will see you guys next week.